Welcome to Charlie Jane Speakers Radio. This is the show where we share speaking tips, tools, and resources to help you grow your public speaking business. Our goal at Charlie Jane is to get you, the speaker, on the platform in front of thousands of people so that you can teach and motivate your audience, enriching and empowering them to lead fulfilling lives. And now, here's your host, Wendy McNeil. Hi there, it's Wendy McNeil here with Charlie Jane Speakers, and thank you for tuning in to another podcast. Today's going to be a great podcast. I am actually going to talk about what you should be sending to an event planner, what you should be sending to an event planner. Um, I, I probably could go into more thorough detail than what is going to be on this podcast, but I'm going to just cover a few things to kind of help get you started. It's going to be a great podcast, but first I want to welcome you over to our free Facebook group called Breakthrough Public Speakers. Breakthrough Public Speakers. It did used to be called for years um, Grow Your Speaking Business, but we have since changed it a few months ago. It is an awesome group. You will not be disappointed. I will go ahead and share the link in the show notes so you can easily uh, find us after this podcast is over. Okay, on to today's podcast. What I should send a planner. One of the most effective methods for securing bookings as a speaker is to take the initiative and reach out to meeting and event planners and make them aware of who you are and what you do. As I've said before, maybe you've heard me say it before, that speaking is, is a numbers game. Okay, You need to be contacting these decision makers every single day. The more people you speak to or get in front of, the more bookings you're going to secure. I mean, it's that simple. It's that simple, right? But how can you ensure that when you make contact, you do so in the right way? How can you make sure you're not wasting your precious time and maximizing the effectiveness of each outreach, each proposal, each email, each phone call? That's what I'm going to talk about today. But before I cover exactly what you need to include in your messages to planners, let's look at how to get the most out of your interactions. How to maximize each planner interaction. First and foremost, you must be very, very, I talk about this all the time. You must be very, very intentional when sending you know, your proposals or when you're reaching out to a, a meeting planner of a, a specific conference, you have to ensure that these are the stages that you really want to be on, right? You have to ensure these are the stages that you really want to be on. Now, I have in the past uh, spoken about the dangers of being on a poorly matched stage for your speaking business, but in short, getting on a stage in front of the wrong demographic at the wrong, you know, type of event in the, in the wrong niche, it's going to be a waste of time, right? It's going to be a waste of time. It's like selling a horse to somebody that came into a car dealership and wants a car. You know what I mean? You're just, you're, <laughs> it's a waste of time. You're in the totally wrong space. Okay. So before you even start to draft your first email, you know, your proposal, you're going to get in front of that, that, um, 
person that has a, the, the power to hire you, I want you to think long and hard about whether this event is closely aligned with your business goals. I don't want you to waste your time here. I want you to be very intentional. Carry out some research, you know, into the event that you're thinking about uh, getting on their stage. You know, I want, I want you to look at their, their social pages. I want you to research their audience, their mission statement, and see what they're doing to make sure, you know, that you're going to be a good fit. Once you're really confident, <clears throat> excuse me, once you're really confident this is the event for you, I want you to go ahead and I want you to touch base with that planner. All right. So now you're thinking, okay, Wendy, what should I be sending out to them? Or what should I be doing? You know, how, how, how can you increase your chances of getting booked? How can I increase my chances of getting booked? Here's some tips for what you can send to a planner. These are a few um, keys to your success here. So I want to I just go, I just want to deal with them one by one. All right. So number one, number one, less is more. I know you all have heard that before. Less is more. When you are reaching out to a planner, it's always tempting to include so much information as possible, right? So they have the best chance of understanding who you are, what you do, and all that stuff, right? And I'll tell you a story. Back when, years and years ago, I've been doing this for over two decades, but back when I used to get, I actually used to get the VHS um, tapes in the mail, and it wasn't just the VHS. It was just a whole ton of stuff. It was folders filled with this and this and this and that, and it was just a lot of stuff. And, you know, then came the DVDs, but, and then there still was just a lot, a lot of stuff. Well, since then, um, you know, Charlie Jane Speakers has pivoted a little bit and I don't really accept any of the marketing material um, uh, anymore. But at that time, it was very overwhelming. I mean, it was extremely overwhelming and it was a lot of stuff. It's just easy to turn really a planner off by overwhelming them with way too much stuff. They have a lot of stuff to go through. They have a lot of stuff, not just speakers. There's a whole lot of stuff going on to preparing a successful event. Okay. So I want you to hit them up with maybe one piece of information that really sums you up. You know, it can be your one sheet. That's probably your best bet. And then use the rest of your, your email or however it is that you're getting in front of them to supply them some useful supplemental information, okay? It might be, if you're doing an email or if there's a um, space for it in a proposal, you might want to include just a link to a video that you took the time to specifically create for them. You're going to be talking right to them, you know, in your camera. You're going to keep it short please keep it short. I wouldn't even do more than, a, you know, a few minutes, but you could also supply them with a link that takes them uh, also to the video. Okay. That's it. Now you can always supply, you know, as much or as little additional information, you know, in, in your um, future communication with them. There really is not, there's no need to try and overload them with everything you've got in one go. Please don't do that. And it rarely works. Oh, 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 here's another quick tip for you. If you do not know, do not attach anything to an email. Okay. 
you know, unless specifically requested, okay, maybe on a future email or something, they say, yes, I'm your one sheet or this, this or that, then you can attach it. But on the initial contact, do not attach anything to that email. This is going to increase the chances of your message really landing in the, in the junk uh, or trash folder. Number two is going to be include your event research and I want you to make it personal. Make it personal. There's no question that demonstrating you've done the research gives you a huge, and I'm talking about a huge advantage over more of the generic inquiries. I know it takes a little bit more time, but that is also why I said in the beginning that I want you to be very intentional about what stages that you want to be on. If you can demonstrate that you've researched this, you know, this business, including reviewing the mission statement, social pages, you know, their event audience and competition, you're going to be well on your way to convincing them that you are a good fit. Uh, of course, you know, you want to include, including this information is not enough, right? You've got to link it back to your skill set and your services. Given what you've learned about this event, show how you're better equipped than other speakers to provide value and solutions. By laying out your proposal this way, you know, your email, you can create a strong case for why they should book you. It'll demonstrate you've really, really done the work, right? Rather than just slightly tweaking a copy and paste template. People know when they've been copy and pasted. People know when they've been copy and pasted. Don't do that. Again, this is why I want you to be very intentional about what stages you want to be on. Okay. Number three, I want you to make a note of everything to save time. Everything to save time. You know, this is not really a tip regarding what you should send a planner, but it is an essential all the same. You should note everything and save it somewhere for a couple reasons. Okay. Firstly, you're going to notice that most submissions are going to be online. And by preparing everything in, let's say, Word Doc, Google Doc, whatever you use, you have your proposal and other important information, you know, including email addresses, phone numbers, you know, you have them saved should, you know, something go wrong with the submission, it didn't go through, you filled half of it out, and it's gone, right? And the other reason you should have that in front of you is because you're not just going to be submitting one proposal a day, you should be doing multiple multiples. And a lot of it is going to be repetitive. And if you have that paper, that doc or whatever right there in front of you, it is going to become much easier to submit these proposals for you. This isn't any different than I used to tell my children. I have four daughters all growing up now. And they would go and they're searching for a job and, you know, all excited, you know, 16 years old. And they would call me all the time. Like, Mom, what was the name of that? Oh, do you know the phone number? Do you know the years? Do you know the... And I was like, bah! I said, girls, you need to write all this information down on one piece of paper and always have it handy when you go to apply for a job because all the questions, this and that and that, are going to be repetitive. So this is the same concept. I want you to have all your information on a piece of paper, Word doc, Google doc, notes app, whatever you're going to use. Um, just trust me, it's just going to be smooth sailing if you can do that. You're just not going to waste any time searching around for all those dates and phone numbers, um, you can immediately just get everything in there and move on. All right, number four, 
I want you to read carefully and follow instructions when I'm replying. I'm going to read this one again. Number four, read carefully and follow instructions when replying. If you get a response to your initial email, you know, or your submission, whoop, awesome. I want you to read the response carefully and I want you to follow any instructions, you know, requests to that response. For instance, they might return to you with a request for your, your speaker website URL and a demo video. If that's the case, I want you to send them each piece of information with a little summary of the materials and I want you to just leave it at that. Don't go into overdrive and start repitching them, you know, with your ideas and services you can provide to their event. Don't send them links to every publication that you've appeared in or podcast you've appeared on. Listen to what they want from you and deliver accordingly. Anything more, anything more than that will likely annoy, you know, you might kind of irk a planner a little bit. Who likely has dozens of speakers to evaluate? You're, you've already overcome the toughest hurdle by getting a response in the first place, right? So you don't want to mess it up by trying to do too much. Getting what you send to planners right will go a long way to secure bookings. While it might not be the deciding factor, making your planner's life easier by providing them with precisely what they need to make an informed decision is always a good thing. Always a good thing. And I just want to reiterate this point. Less is always more. Listen to Wendy. Less is always more. Do not bombard your planners with in, in information overload. Right? No matter how far along uh, the process you get, they are already stretched thin as it is. And of course, it's a numbers game. You need to consistently contact event planners, you know, preferably daily if you can, depending where, where you are in your speaking journey and in your speaking business. Otherwise, you don't stand much of a chance of securing bookings. You have to let people know you exist. You have to let people know you exist. That is it for this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And I will be back with more soon. Now, if you want to ensure that the documents, you know, such as your one sheet, you know, your proposals are going to be hitting the mark, then I want you to head over to charliejane.com. And there's a link, there's a speaking resources section in there. And I've created all kinds of helpful templates and speaker marketing resources for you. You can find that at charliejane, C-H-A-R-L-I-J-A-N-E.com. And you can check that out. And also, once again, don't forget to join us over in our free Facebook group. It is awesome. You will not be disappointed. I'll leave the link in the show notes. And also in today's podcast, I'm leaving you a freebie, which is 50. Well, it might be more than 50. I know it's more than 50, but there are 50, 50 events that are looking for speakers right now. I want you to hop in there, check that list out. I'll leave the link in the show notes, see if anything's a fit. And remember to pick only the stages that are a fit for you. Okay. So that is it, everybody. Thanks for listening in. And I will talk to you later. Bye.